Hello, this is Sean Osborne. Welcome this back to another Phillips. episode of the Liberty Blues. And I want to uh, I want to say hi to all of our new listeners on um, Amazon and on Audible as well. Uh, so I'm Sean Osborne. I'm John Phillips. And I'm Steve Marin. And we are joined by the Tippecanoe Chair, uh, Tippecanoe County Chair, Steve Mayores. How's it going? It's going well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let, let's, let's get into how, how long have you uh, been chair of Tippecanoe County? Oh, man, well, the last few years have been kind of a blur. I, uh, I think since 2018. Yeah. <laughs> but your guess is as good as my mine, my friend. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. goes by fast. I think it was 2018 or 2019. I took over from the prior year. Uh-huh. Yeah. What uh what led you to want to be chair or to uh you were just the man for the job? Yeah, so uh active member. Um I was actually vice chair prior to this, and I had actually run a congressional campaign district four uh for US House out of um, Indiana here. So a little bit of campaign experience, was already vice chair. Um it's, uh, you know, got the support of our, our local members and it just kind of happened. Have you seen much growth? I know Indiana had a pretty good uh, spurt of people joining with uh, the rainwater candidacy. I was wondering how, how it was up uh, in Tippecanoe County. Did you see a lot of new people? Uh, membership wise, we, we uh, usually fluctuate a little bit, but um, we're about where we were. Uh, before the campaign for rainwater. Uh, we did get a lot of interest though. Absolutely a lot of eyes, a lot of shares, um, uh, social media and whatnot. So we tried to, you know, uh, be involved with, with that as much as possible. But uh, membership stays about the same. Uh, Typical news yeah. kind of anomaly. It's got a good libertarian presence, uh, similar to, uh, you know, our neighbor down South Montgomery County. But uh, there's just not a lot of active participation. We do have a lot of members in town. Um, you know, I'll shoot them a message here and there. Uh, um, they follow or they like. But, yeah, it's uh, get them out to the, the meetings every second Monday of the month. Uh, it would be good if they came out. We'd love to meet where, them face to face. Where do you have your meetings at now? Because I know you used to have them at Chumley's. Uh, where are you at now? Yeah, unfortunately, Chumley's closed. Yeah. Um, so the meetings are at Taze. Uh, it's on the south side of Lafayette. It's a it's a brewing company. Um, nice, uh, you know, nice atmosphere, not too loud, good beer, good food, um, kind of Pleistocene theme. Uh, if you're not familiar uh, with the term, it's uh, Ice Age. So it's pretty nice. Oh, that's cool. What 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 kind of beers they uh they have they I, I know some of the other breweries have a lot of nice stouts over there uh they yeah they got a couple um i myself am actually a fan of the uh you know wheat ales or uh, don't hate me but uh the, the sours one of my co-hosts on one of my other podcasts is really into the sours my, my progressive friend uh bernie sanders just loves the sours i'm an ipa guy myself <laughs> there you go so yeah, yeah. What, good stuff. What, what, what seem to be some of the bigger concerns that people in, in Tippecanoe County have that uh, 
you say push them uh, to look towards libertarians and you say you get some shares and that kind of stuff. Well, yeah. Um, so District 4 or uh, Tippecanoe County, uh, I guess, is really what I should be talking about since I'm the chair. But Tippecanoe County is uh, kind of a conservative county. we got some pockets of, uh, you know, so left-leaning with the university, Purdue University. Uh, the, the town uh, proper uh, has a few pockets. We do have a couple of, uh, you know, uh, representatives here uh, from the left. Uh, it's about half and half, I believe. Uh, our, our representation when it comes to like the two old parties. So you got the the red and the, and the blues um, evenly distributed here when it comes to representation. Uh, that being said, uh, we do tend to lean towards conservative, conservative issues, uh, overspending, government overreach. Um, the pandemic, uh, you know, was a, a, a base for the rainwater push. So, you know, uh, you can't ignore um, uh, the impact that that had. Yeah, I live in Los Angeles, so I know all about the impact of lockdowns and stuff. So, you know, we got we got it pretty hard over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah pandemic was hard. Everywhere. Yeah, um, we lost some business. I was really happy to see how, how Rainwater came out against it. He was he went out after it really hard. I thought that was great. So what what do you what kind of stuff do you do in Tippecanoe yeah, so, County to get people uh, to come out there and check you out? Uh, go ahead and repeat that. Sorry, my uh, phone broke up a little bit on the end of that question. What do I do in Tippecanoe County? What? Yeah, like what what kind of uh, stuff do you guys do to get people out there? Do you have? Uh, I know you have your monthly meetings. What what other kind of stuff you guys got going on? I think I saw somebody you guys were out at the 4-H fair or something. Yeah, um, so annual events that we typically participate in. Uh, we just did our tax day protest. Uh, and uh, that's something we just kind of stand out by the courthouse and the federal building here in downtown Lafayette. And just, um, you know, put some visibility to the issue of our tax code, abuses of uh, taxation, and just overall, um, uh, distaste for uh, taxes and, and you know, it tends to be very popular. Um, we got a good turnout and, you know, uh, had a presence there on, on the corner there. We had uh, some of our uh, candidates that are running here, Siniac uh, uh, and uh, Maurer showed up and we were really uh, happy to have their support as well. Uh, if you don't uh, know about their campaigns, obviously look them up. Secretary of State um, is the Maurer campaign. CENIAC for Senate, uh, very important campaigns to follow. Um, and we had uh, our slate of candidates here for Tiffany New. So Jaime Ortiz and Randy Young, I think you uh, already talked with them for County Council. Um, yeah. And then, of course, we got Caitlin uh, Harward, uh, Shef uh, Sheffield uh, Township as well. Uh, so that's the, uh, the first event we've done this year. Uh, we do, um, we do, uh, do the 4-H fair here in town as well, get a, a good um, presence there, real popular, a lot of conversations. We actually uh, got some support from the rain, from Donald Rainwater last year. Uh, he came out, spent some time with us, 
at the event, which was nice. People uh, actually, you know, uh, wanted to see him, wanted to see us. Uh, just an overall good event. Um, lines of people in front of our our tent there <laughs> some of those days. Um, and then uh, lastly, uh, we usually do the uh, local pride event here in Lafayette. It's called Outfest. It's mm-hmm. ran uh, downtown in Main Street um by the uh, local pride office and uh, we always try to have a presence there and that's in uh, later summer yeah that's good that's cool so those 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 so those are your three uh three or four big things you you have going on um how how much um how much of an effect on like local politics are you hoping to have this year like do do you see a little bit more like with like is this average like number of people you have running like two or three people in tippecanoe county or uh how's that how's oh, we that good, yeah we got a good slate this year. yeah uh so we got a pretty good slate this year uh candidates and um it's a little bit more than normal i think we'll usually have one or two running uh mm-hmm. typically new county indiana does tend to have a lot of uncontested or open seats uh my intention always as chair is to try and attract uh, additional talent um you know, people that could make a big impact in the party. We're always looking for, you know, um, like-minded individuals, someone that's um, liberty curious and uh, wants to come out and learn a little bit more about the party. Uh, we've got, of course, the, uh, the same tools that the state has when it comes to uh, um, access to resources, the training for candidates. Uh, like I said, I myself ran as well. So uh, some uh, personal insight. Um, so, uh, yeah, all in all, this is a good year, um, more than average uh, for us. And so it's looking good. Um, you, my hope is hand out any literature, to get like, some visibility out there for the party. Go on. I'm sorry. No, that's, uh, yeah. So um, my hope is to uh, get some more outreach out there and to your uh, comment there, uh, literature, uh, you know, we do tr- try and uh, get as much information out there as possible. Uh, the four events that we do, um, you know, we'll try and uh, uh, personally, I'll try and get comments out there to uh, local media when I can obviously participate on social media as well. Um, you know, uh, just, uh, you know, overall try and get what we can in. Uh, we're all um, full-time working individuals. So we do our best in the time that we have. This is my night job. <laughs> how, how about the, uh, like, do you guys, do you have any, like, uh, when you talk to people, do you talk about, like, uh, like, say, libertarian philosophy, like any, any, uh, any authors that you talk about, like, say, Rothbard or uh, Hayek or any, anybody like that? Uh, not my style. Um, if we're talking me personally, I really try and relate to people. Uh, the problem I see uh, is uh, good ideas across the board. Uh, most people would align with our ideals. Most people would uh, enjoy, um, you know, reading um, libertarian philosophy and uh, authors and economics and you know everything that we have. Problem is, is it's not relatable in the quick time that you have to really engage with someone. Uh, so uh, I tend to. Um, deal in feels essentially. So I'm looking for something that they're passionate about and uh, provide them the libertarian option. 
Yeah, yeah. I I was uh, I in plain say, language. Yeah, I would say that in the in the history, I've not been a very well read libertarian, but the last couple of years gave me a lot of time. So I did mm -hmm. I did a lot of uh, you know I'm blind, so I use a lot of audio books. So I I listen to a lot of books, uh, you know, and I, I find with the inflation yeah. stuff that it, it it gives me a little bit more chance to talk about that kind of stuff with inflation because most a lot of people are buying the the you know the different stories out there about why we're having all this inflation as opposed to the government just printing so much damn money so it's right. kind of nice to talk about that yeah but, you know, um, there, there is one libertarian writer that he uh there's this book called um uh weapons of mass instruction by john taylor gatto and it's it's a really fascinating because he he won like teacher of the year in new york a couple a couple two three years in a row and uh you know by breaking the rules and not doing what they told them. And I, I find that's a good book I like to turn people on to about, uh, you know, because the education system is obviously wrecked in most of the country. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the public school system has failed us. Uh, weapons of mass instruction. Not familiar with the book, but I got a note here to check it out. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a great book. Um, so what, what is it that, that uh, have you always been a libertarian since you started voting or what was it that kind of brought you to uh, be a libertarian? Like what was your road to libertarianism? A little different than most, I'd suppose. Uh, so um, not really active in politics most of my life. And I actually didn't vote up until my mid to late 20s, I'd say. Um, and started my own business. Well, uh, before I started working for myself, obviously a bunch of taxes came out of my paycheck. Didn't quite like that, but it wasn't enough <laughs> to really push me anywhere. Uh, started my own business and then got, you know, triple taxed on shit that I already paid for, you know, <laughs> property taxes because it had the potential of making money. Um, right. and that just didn't seem right to me. So that's when I started reading up. Uh, Ron Paul was kind of coming out of the woodwork again around that time. Uh, and so, you know, uh, started listening a little bit to his um, information, speeches, reading some of his, uh, you know, um, material online and following his, uh, his videos and debates. Um, really got fired up after he was basically blocked from the convention, uh, the GOP race, uh, really pissed me off. Um, and that's what kind of solidified me in the libertarian movement, that there was just too much control, too much money being spent, too much waste. Um, a hot topic for me, of course, is just um, uh, individual uh, rights and um, people um, having or use, using force over others. So, you know, uh, the ideal of um, the non-aggression principle uh, was um, impactful to me. Um, you know, Beautiful. you think of... Uh, Oh man, the entire history of the United States, wars and uh, theft and uh, all that. So yeah, that's just kind of a whirlwind uh, got me into it and really solidified my my stance in libertarianism. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, yeah it's funny, I, lo I love asking people that, you know, the because uh, we all take different roads there. You know, I started voting early and, you know, not, I guess not early, but, you know, I was 18 yeah. and the first time I voted, you know, I was one of those people that felt you, you know, you had to, 
you know, vote for the lesser of the two evils and I voted for Dukakis the same year that I could have voted for Ron Paul as mm -hmm. a libertarian, I, I still kicked my ass about it. So, you know, we all, we all find yeah, out. We, we all make mistakes. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it I was would, a I would say that I'm an ex, uh, I, although I didn't vote, I, I, I would, would have considered myself a Democrat in the old days. So we all make mistakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I always, uh, I always think about that and I, I was like, oh man, just, man, just drives me nuts, but you know, it is what it is. So, well, let's take a little break yeah. and we'll come back and talk some other stuff. Free People is the title track to my new album. Please check it out wherever you listen to music. This album is full of libertarian-themed songs like Tax Man, Which Side Are You On, Don't Tread On Me, and Take Human Action. A nod to the Mises Caucus, and all the royalties to that song will be given to the Mises Caucus. So the more you listen, the more you give. So please support music with a libertarian theme, and let's build some libertarian culture and get rid of this garbage from the left. You know, you, to help uh, build up everything, where, how can people reach you online or, or uh, that kind of stuff? What do you guys have the typically new website and that kind of stuff? You want to give that out? Yeah, we do. Uh, it's tippy lp t i p p y l p dot org is the easiest way to get to most of our information. That contains um, my contact information as the chair, how to get in touch with our social media uh the the uh party email um so everything's there at tippylp.org uh you can also visit us on facebook and like i said uh the email and and phone i'm available um this being my side job you know i might have to leave a message but i will definitely get in contact with you i'm always interested in talking with people uh questions concerns anything you want to kind of uh, leave off and uh start a conversation i'm open to i always enjoy that yeah, that, that's great. What about that's on, how I got started. What about on like Facebook or Twitter or anything like that? Yeah, so we don't own a Twitter account. Uh, the Facebook account uh, we do, and uh, uh, that uh, link is on uh, the uh, landing page, or you can search uh, Tippecanoe County Libertarian Party. Uh, 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 then you can uh, find it there on Facebook. So uh -huh. we're somewhat active. We'll do posts and things like but we do like to use it as a, a landing page for a lot of other um, sites, uh, our candidates, uh, the state party, we'll do whatever we can to, to support the uh, party in general and party as a whole. So it's national, state, uh, candidates, whatever you, you see uh, that we can share that's, uh, in, you know, will be impactful and helpful to them. Yeah, we, we had James Seniak on there. I'd like to get some of the other candidates running over there on, uh, so feel free to have them hit me up. You know, that'd be great. Uh, but I, you, you'd mentioned, uh, what did yeah, you say? Region I'll send four? Yeah, you said you said you're in region four in Indiana or, or, or is that that the Indiana region or what what's what counties is that? Yeah, so. Yeah, Tippecanoe County uh, falls um, in the northern part of District four. Um, 
it uh, encompasses most of uh, west and north central Indiana. So anything west of Indianapolis is probably District 4. Um, so, you know, the Putnam County uh, piece of that, I believe, Montgomery, uh, you got Cass, you got um, uh, Newton County, you got Clinton, uh, pieces of Clinton or um, um, Howard County, uh, obviously Tippecanoe, Boone, or I'm sorry, not Boone, um, uh, Benton and Warren County. So, yeah. Are you involved at the state level one. like that too? Uh, so I do what I can. Um, I don't actively participate in anything other than the, the annual convention. Uh, I will, of course, um, help whenever they they ask those things kind of come up every once in a while. Um, either volunteer or get some materials out, act as a rep, uh, um, go to events, things like that um, when needed. But, um, yeah, you know, mostly presence at the convention just to make sure that we represent our county. Yeah. Did um, or do you guys have any. Um like events with like, uh, or do you attend events in like in other counties and stuff like that and help support in other counties like that? If the opportunity arises. Uh, uh, so the offers out there, uh, we've in the past been kind of an island. I'll tell you the, uh, the state's been good about getting affiliates going. Um, and so we are looking forward to having those opportunities more and more. I've been in touch with, uh, you know, the, four or five other um, uh, affiliate chairs recently. And so we're, we're making some plans for the summer. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously, as I said, you know, always willing to help. I haven't had an opportunity yet, uh, but I'm um, hopeful. And I'm, I'm actually kind of uh, excited about what they've been doing at the state level to make these uh, resources and, you know, support for the local affiliates. Cause typically news been here for a while. Um, the party you know, and we'd uh, kind of go back and forth with Montgomery and uh, maybe Jasper uh, up north, um, but uh, hasn't really had a lot of affiliate activity outside of that up until uh, up until the last few years. So it's nice. Mm -hmm. Good to have friends. Um, so are, are you going to be heading to Reno for the national convention? I unfortunately cannot, so I will be supporting it from my home. Um, so yeah, I uh, uh, have kind of uh, allocated all of my time off from, from my day job for other things throughout the year. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. You know, I um, will be supporting and sharing them on from home. Mm -hmm. You cut out there. Uh, I'll be uh, cheering, cheering them on. From home. Yeah, cheering them on. Oh. From home. oh, that's cool. Yeah. Have you ever been to a national convention? I have not. I almost went one year, uh, but something always kind of comes up. So I, like I said, I run my own business. Uh, I also have a, a day job outside of that. And then, of course, I, I now um, oversee the party here activities. Yeah. So uh, I keep pretty busy. Uh, yeah, you know, I live out in, yeah, I live out in the country on a, some acreage and stuff, so that takes some management as well. Yeah, so, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to my I'm going to my first time when I can. Yeah, I'm going to my first national convention. So I've been to a couple of state conventions out here in California, and man, it's it's a lot of fun. So I'm I'm really looking forward to national. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. 
Yeah, I've always wanted to go. I'm sure I'll get I'll get there one year, but <laughs> it's not happened yet. Yeah. Sean, when is that convention? When? Yeah. Uh it's uh it starts on the 27th of May, like to three weeks. It's gonna oh, okay. be uh it's in Reno and uh you know it's uh I think we have them every two years. So we're gonna re uh have elections for the uh chair and the executive committee and all that good stuff and should be really fun. Right on. I don't know if that part will actually be the most fun part. The part of it be a little contentious, but overall, I think, you know, just hanging out in a room full of other libertarians like that, you know, from all over the country, you know, for me, it'll be fun because I've interviewed a lot of these people, you know, over the last couple of years and I've never met them. So it'll be kind of fun to meet some of these people and, uh, you know, hang out and drink beer with people. Uh, I, li I like that idea. You gonna you gonna be in Reno or anything around that time? We got some in uh, Indiana. Yeah, Indiana's got quite a few delegates. You guys got like ten or twelve, right? Or is it twenty? Yeah, and we got some people running as well. In fact, I when uh, when I ran for uh, office, you know, Joe Hauptman was a, a great help to me. So I know he's running for vice chair. A great guy, uh, super smart, just. Um, you know, has uh, obviously done great things for the party overall. So he definitely has my support. But, uh, um, yeah, it, uh, good to see that a lot of Indiana representation. We've got a good impact uh, at the uh, the national level, I think. And it just kind of says a little bit about what Indiana's got to provide. Um, and, you know, it's just nice to be part of the a group of affiliate, affiliates here making that happen. I like the fact that Indiana seems like everybody gets along. Uh, for the most part, there's not a lot of drama over there. That's nice. Yeah, it really is. We work well together. Uh, very professional. Uh, we try and you know set an example. Obviously, infighting is not going to get the job done. We got a lot of ground to yeah. cover to make up uh, with the other two parties out there that are uh, running the show, and we're not going to get there by fighting. You know, we got to be able to uh, demonstrate to the common voter. Uh, that doesn't pay attention, that doesn't care, and just wants to mark the straight ticket box, or you know, what does it matter? Red, blue, whatever. Um, I'll, I'll just go whatever's uh, um, you know uh, saying the best things on the the internet, or saying the best things in their ad. Uh, we we got to stand out, and it's not. It's definitely not going to get there from infighting, and it's definitely not going to get there uh, from not working together. So we try and set an example. I think we do really well. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. Um, so, you know, like uh, my co-host, John, he's a, a defense attorney and, and other, other co-host, Steve, he's a he's a teacher. What would you say, like, to, you know, like people who are into criminal justice reform and uh, and and, uh, you know, got kids who are, need to be educated and stuff? What, what kind of message do you like to put out there for the Libertarian Party in Tippecanoe County to, to talk to people like on those subjects? So the libertarians on the justice uh, reform, the libertarians were the only ones willing to walk the walk. And that's just, I mean, that's period. Yeah. Um, and then uh, with education, uh, you know, uh, I, other than the teachers, I have no way, no way in hell how to know how to teach your kid, you know? So we need um, uh, more control from the teachers, the educators, uh, local, um, and, you know, uh, people sitting in, in the state uh, house center in Indianapolis or whatever, um, uh, you know, aren't, aren't going to know how to teach your kids up in 
Tippecanoe County or out in, um, you know, uh, Putnam County or, or uh, you know, Warren County, any, any of uh, the counties that are around here, they're rural. They're not going to know uh, what our issues are. They're not going to know the family values necessarily that we want to uh, maintain. And um, they're definitely not going to know how to teach because they're not teachers. They weren't educated to be a teacher. They don't know how to teach. And so uh, it, it uh, ultimately uh, really just needs to be localized. It needs to be uh, left to the people that know how to teach and it needs to be um, left to the parents to decide uh, where they want to have their kids educated. Yeah. Or other. Yeah, I've got to get rid of that Department of Education too. Bring it, really bring it back. Oh, yeah. yeah if they, yeah. they can't so do it, it's just you know, all they... about central control. Exactly. It, one size fits all. It never works. It never yeah. works. Yeah. Like for and you, Steve, what do you, the kids are stuck in the middle. Uh, Steve, what do you see as like some of the bigger problems that you see with the educational system there? I guess like comparatively speaking, you guys got it great compared to out here in California, but what would you say are some of the things that uh, affect uh, yeah. things? Um, I don't know. Obviously, I think uh, funding is yeah. going to be a big problem. Um, there's going to be a there's going to be a nationwide teacher shortage. Uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a huge problem in the future. So, I mean, until teachers get recognized for doing the jobs that they do, then I think it's always going to be a problem. Mm. Mm. Like you mean that they don't get recognized, or they do get recognized, and others don't. They do not get recognized. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, you, you look at those European countries and how um, the teaching profession is, is revered and uh, compared to the United States, I think it's just a problem. And I think it's, I think the biggest problem is the, the Department of Education. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you should check out that book, yeah, Mass Instruction. You'd love that damn thing. Yeah. And like, say, say, like with criminal justice stuff, but like from your eye, what do you see going on in, in, La, in like Lafayette or Tippecanoe County, John, that you can speak on? <laughs> oh, shit, did we lose John? Well, there goes that, I guess. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, there you are. Yeah, so, well, there's government housing from Chicago. It's on the south side of Lafayette, so that keeps me pretty busy. Does it? Yeah. So, like, what you know, I, I'm not terribly familiar with it. They do, they're they're just uh, bringing people down there and building government housing there. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of the crime comes from this one big housing complex called Romney Meadows. So that keeps me pretty busy. Yeah, I bet it does. And I guess that'd be a perfect example of government building things and causing problems. You know, right. one of my favorite favorite things to say is that for every problem government tries to solve, it causes two more. That sounds like a perfect example of that. But then again, you know, most we don't have any kind of health care. There's no health care that's available to most people who need it. So the criminal justice system is kind of how we deal with. Uh, with the mentally ill, so we put them in jail, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Did you do you have anything else you wanted to hit up and yeah, talk about, Steve? No, I'll just uh, I'll kind of uh, right on the coattails of that from John. Uh, so Indiana, or sorry, Tippecanoe County um, is one of the shortage areas for mental health services and whatnot. Uh, they do have a brand new uh, big housing uh, assistance uh, off of like, uh, oh man, it's just north of the downtown, but uh, transitional housing. So for like the homeless and whatnot. Uh, they try and do a lot of services and, and other things, but, you know, um, when you got so many people coming in and, and uh, um, government services trying to satisfy something that they just, they won't be able to, because you know how it is, that uh, it, uh, it's just a, sometimes it's a recipe for disaster. It's really uh, not too bad in Lafayette. The uh, law enforcement does pretty well to keep things uh, good. It's still considered a small community, I think. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's getting there. It's getting, it's getting big. And uh, we, we got these shiny new uh, cameras for our license plates. So that's something. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do? They're just going to put them in. Yeah. So, like, damn, I had another question. I totally forgot what it was now. Shit. I guess that'll happen too. I'm getting old. So, did did you get did you have any other questions or anything, Steve or uh, John? I don't think so. I oh, I remember my question now. Okay, like because you know a lot of people I I notice uh you know friends who are not libertarians you know who I grew up with have a completely wrong idea about libertarians or they think of like oh just Republicans or this and that. I would say we're anti-authoritarians. So like what kind of what kind of uh, obviously you go to the to the pride parade and stuff like that and you're you know you libertarians are the ones that are for getting real criminal justice reform. What what messages would you put out to people out there who mm. really don't understand those kind of things? That that's like I guess the I guess it's the identity politics people. You know those people that want to put this group above this group and that group above this group. And you know how would you say to them that we libertarians are for the individual? And that kind of thing. How? What would be the way you would like to say that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I actually have quite a few of those conversations as uh, the aforementioned uh, party, unofficial party affiliation of my youth years. Uh, so I've got a lot of friends on the, the uh, left side for sure. And they do try and um, um, uh, debate with me about, you know, uh, any of the social issues and you hear the common oh you don't like babies or you don't like families or you hate the homeless or you know all of these things that are just are irrelevant and um not true uh but ultimately um you know the the main point is just to kind of focus on uh what the party stands for you know uh, uh it we've been uh, uh the better option uh i mean you know, we obviously don't have time to get into all of them, but you, you talk about literally any topic, justice reform, you mentioned uh, government spending as far as what's not wasteful. I mean, or, you know, uh, there's reasonable ways to get out of too much spending, right? There's reasonable ways to do that. And uh, government does wholeheartedly waste, abuse, 
I mean, why would you why would you put all of your cards in one um, uh, hand there and then uh, give them guns? I mean, come on. What are you, of course, they're going to protect what they're trying to do. Of course, they're going to protect their friends and uh, their investments and everything. What did you expect? You know, uh, and the uh, idea of, uh, you know, the idea of uh, saying, well, you know, more government will fix it. Let's go ahead and let's, you know, if we if we um, use these ideologies to have government uh, maintain fairness, maintain proper justice uh, reform, maintain, uh, you know, proper finance uh, oversight and whatnot. How's it going to change if you give them more power? It's right. the same damn people. It's the same damn people. Why would you give them more power to make those decisions? Are they just going to magically change their mind when you do that? Absolutely not. Traditionally, you look at the uh, Patriot Act, you look at the uh, National Defense Authorization Act, you look at all of these uh, NS NSAs, the, the EPAs, the uh, Department of Education, it, it, it never stops. It never stops. They, they, they start a department, they start a funding program, it's temporary. It's for the greater good. It never goes away. It fails the American people every damn time. And um, so, you know, the idea, the, the, the more you can point out specific examples where, oh, yeah, well, I guess that didn't work out as planned. Well, you know, they meant well. They meant well. Okay, they meant well. Sure, why not? But that was a lie. It's a straight up lie. It's a politician. They're going yeah. to lie to you. Their yeah. interests are just like any private business. They want their party to be successful and profitable, profitable. And they're not going to give up those profits just because you want to vote. They're not going to give up those profits just because you have a different ideology. They're not serving the people. So, yeah, um, yeah just, you know, making sure people understand that libertarians serve people. The individual is uh, the most important aspect of our party. And, and um, there's no other party, no other party in the United States uh, that does that. Not even close. You know, Gene Epstein, the great libertarian uh, uh, economist, said he said on my podcast, uh, the progressive libertarian, he said uh, that, uh, what was it he said? He said that people got it backwards. They said that you got to take money out of politics. He said, we got to take politics out of money. Because if you give these politicians this power, they're going to abuse it and Absolutely. give it to their cronies. Absolutely. Why wouldn't yeah. they? Why wouldn't they? I mean, we gave them the permission to do yeah. it. We're not voting them out. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. So, well, do you want to do you want to let everybody know one more time where they can uh, come see you and what, what, what days it is, uh, your monthly meeting and things? One more time before we kick off of here. Yeah, absolutely. We're ball. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we, we uh, have a blast. So we, we have our business meetings the second Monday every month uh, at Tay's Brew, uh, the brew house there in Lafayette, southern side of Lafayette. Um, information is online at Facebook. You can follow the event uh, for any changes or updates or, or whatever uh, reminders. Um, you can access that on Facebook or get all of that information easily at tippylp.org, tippylp.org. Um, and uh, uh, if needed, reach out to me. I'm more than happy to uh, go above and beyond as much as I can um, to make sure that people uh, you know have good resources uh we're friendly we don't bite uh so do you guys already uh, have it's always good conversation like always that? good drinks good food yeah do you guys have yard signs or anything for any of the people running yet or anything like that uh yeah so uh, oops i think we lost you
So we, we do have um, a handful of signs from some of our partners with uh, the CINIAC campaign, uh, the Maurer campaign we're waiting on, uh, those, um, and then, uh, you know, some of our local candidates, uh, um, Ortiz and uh, Young running for the county council should have some coming up. Uh, but, you know, the important thing is funding, not only, uh, you know, donations, if you can't make it to the meeting, donations help. We're out there and, you know, that's coming out of our, our pockets there to get us out there. Uh, so those four events, the support of our candidates, moving around those resources, getting that literature out there. Uh, like I said, if you can't make it, um, make donations, you know. Uh, so uh, anything helps um, uh, support our candidates for Tippecanoe County that we're able to vote for there in the county, uh, support our, our local affiliate. Um, and, uh, you know, everything's appreciated. We're doing good things out there. We got good members. Uh, they're dedicated. They're passionate about libertarian ideals. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, all good things feeling good yeah. about it yeah excellent, it's gonna be man. a good election year yeah it's gonna be a fun year man I, i'm looking forward to it so well thank you very much for coming on the podcast i really appreciate it uh you know if you ever have anything else coming up you know let me know and we'll get you back on here if you want to promote any of your events or anything um you know we're that's what we're here for is to help spread the the word of liberty all over the damn place Awesome. Yeah. And you are you are our first podcast that's coming out live on uh when when it comes out on Amazon and on Audible. So that's nice. So we finally got on there. So we should be on just about all the services now. Nice to meet you. Good luck. Yeah. Take care. Yeah. Thanks. And I like to tell everybody. Nice meeting you all. Take care. Yeah, nice meeting you. And uh never next time in Lafayette, we'll have to have a beer down there together. That's on me. Yeah, all right, cool. So I'd like to tell everybody, you know, make sure to keep listening to the Liberty Blues Network. You know, we got two other podcasts on here, Libertarian Los Angeles and uh, Progressive and Libertarian Walk Into a Bar. And I just released my album, Free People. So check that out wherever you stream music and play it at your Liberty events and spread the, spread the word of liberty with music. And we'll see you all next week or next time, I guess. God only knows we'll put it out. <laughs>